بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعليه وصحبه أجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته man وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته What's going on everybody? I mean واجئ What's up, man? Assalamu alaikum. How you guys been, man? man. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Yeah, for real, man. Um, so, what's our topic of discussion, man? Uh, general. Yeah, general. Just get right, on, yeah, get right into it. Get right into it. We're going to talk, yeah, we're gonna talk about gender roles. And it's not, if, this isn't any of that, like, red pill, blue pill stuff. This is, we're going to talk about it from an Islamic perspective. Islamic narrative. You know, and us, we're young. We're open to correction. But we're going to talk about it from our, our perspectives as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm going to begin this off. I believe... I believe in traditional gender roles. I believe in a, a man being in charge of the household, the woman following the man. I, I don't understand. And yeah, hold on. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like you said, we're open to correction. Like if we say anything that does go against the Quran and Sunnah, because like, you know what I'm saying? Even though that's not our intention, we we want to have that conversation because we want to know like, what is the best way to go about like, you know, in, ha- being in a relationship with a woman? Like if you're, if you have a spouse, right? Mm-hmm. And, and we're talking about like, what's ideal here, yeah, what's exactly. ideal for a, a society. Because, you know, there's always there's always exceptions. There's always, what about this? What about that? What about mm-hmm. this? What about, I'm not going to go back and forth here forever. Yeah, you're going to have hypotheticals. This. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. hypotheticals forever. <laughs> this is something which is ideal. And I, and a, a lot of the things I see online, they go into it in extremes. And one thing I'm going to address here now, a lot of people, they ask the question, are men and women equal? And I feel like this is such a stupid question. Forgive me. I feel like this is such a stupid question, like an unintelligent question. Why are we asking? We're asking the wrong questions here. It's like it's like comparing a point guard to a center. It doesn't make yeah. sense, right? Men, men and women, they're not, different. Like, yeah, why would you ask the that The man question? is not like the woman. Yeah. The woman is not like the they're man. They're different. So why is the question, are men and women, women equal? You're just mm-hmm. setting yourself up to have an, an extreme argument and go on for hours and hours and hours, and it's never going to end. 100%. Every time I see that question, I'm like, scroll past. I don't, I don't really, don't, don't waste my time with that. But it we have to understand, to like, equal in terms of what? Yeah, why is it why is it a competition? Why not think about it like as a family, as a societal, societal unit? As if we're, why are we in competition with each other mm-hmm. rather than aiming for a better yeah, goal? Of course, like the you know, like the man is not like the woman, the woman's not like the man. So mm-hmm. the man is not supposed to be like, oh, so much better than the woman, and the woman's not supposed to be like so much better than the man. Rather, it's supposed to when they come together, mm-hmm. create something beautiful. Something even better than not, a, yeah. a man alone or a woman alone. But exactly. nowadays we're living in societies where people are like where women are like, oh, they don't want men at all. Like mm-hmm. they don't want men in society mm-hmm. at all. Or they they despise men as a whole, like they generalize men into a certain category. Then you got men who take advantage of women, who see women as an object, who see women as something mm-hmm. that they're not. You know what I'm saying? And it's a fault of both sides, right? Yeah, like, we reject both views. Yeah, exactly. There, there are uh, a number of, of women out there who objectify themselves by, you know, selling their bodies online, and then there are uh, a number of men who make themselves, who make other men look bad, like, like make the rest of us look bad by, you know, doing things that are not applicable to all men, like cheating and yeah. degrading women and, and treating let's get them this like, straight: one person or one does not represent the entire population. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get let's get that straight. Right off the bat, and I under, I agree with what you're with what you're saying here. And look, yeah, exa- look, um, that's one some something that Islam came to correct, right? Mm-hmm. Like because if you look at history, men were always seen as a dominant over a women uh, over women in in some ways very disrespectfully too. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the way that the Prophet Ali Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, like he conducted himself with like his wives and with his daughters and women around him, like the way he lowered his gaze, the way he never touched a, wo- a woman. He only spoke to a woman if it was absolutely necessary that wasn't his wife or his daughter, like any of his uh, non-mahrams. And then uh, also the way that he he treated people. Like this was not seen before him, like in 
in the time of like Arabia in Mecca, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they yes. were able. Like, they were they were very they, harsh towards yeah, the exactly. Women. They were very, and but when the Prophet Ali Salatu was we saw a very change a change in like the attitude towards women. Like it's, of it's course, beautiful. Allah sent the Prophet Ali Salatu with Ali Islam to give women their rights mm-hmm. to perfect society mm-hmm. and to uh, protect oncoming generations of women and yeah, men. Exactly. Yes, gave gave women these these rights, like gave women the right to, to seek out a divorce. To uh, yeah, this, this is actually very um, this is a very interesting thing. Like they were talking about it earlier today in the masjid. Like pre-Islam, women they could not file for a divorce if a man, let's say, was abusive or if a man was, let's say, trash. Mm-hmm. But Islam, they gives women this white uh, right now. On a lot, exactly. <laughs> like see, and, and you think about it, like when when we speak about something like gender roles, it's not to say, oh, women are only supposed to be doing this and men are only supposed to be doing this. Like, no, there are like, there's criteria for certain things. Like as, um, let's say for men, as a, a man, yeah, you have to provide. You have mm-hmm. to, there are certain criteria you have to meet as a provider for a man if you want to have a spouse, right? You have to be able to provide a place to live, clothing for your woman, that type of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And, but see, you're not required to go over the top. You don't have to spoil her, but that's ideal to give her thing to give your be able to give your wife gifts and stuff like this so that like you know it it helps the relationship if you're only doing the bare minimum you're not going to go anywhere there's no progression there it's the same thing like in your deen right if you're if your iman is not trying to progress you're not going anywhere in life it'll stay at it at its pace but when you for something so big like the deen of islam if you want to stay where you're at and just do the bare minimum that'll eventually like lower you Mm -hmm. in a sense because you'll see other people progressing around it's like it's like it's like if someone's getting rich around you and you're just like no nah, i'm good with my with my job you know i make 50k a year i'm good even though i have opportunities where i can make six figures even maybe seven figures that type of stuff i have these opportunities but i don't want to do it if you don't want to do it you're not going to go anywhere in life yep. like it's even let's say like i remember people they used to ask me this question like question oddly look don't think i'm lying here like oh do you believe it's the woman's job to look after the family i believe it's a man and a woman's job to look after their family why are you asking me this question it's it's almost like they're trying to charge up argument, argument. Like if we live our entire lives in argument and, and like we're missing the entire point, it's compromisation. Yeah. You're supposed to come to a compromise. You're supposed to fill each, like maybe yeah. someone, you're not going to find someone who like, even in any household, you're not going to find two people who are extremely perfect in what they do. But you find people that are extremely compatible and that can fill the holes of one another. Exactly. Um, hold on one second. But you're on- yeah, they're they're both supposed to look after the family, but in different ways. Like mm-hmm. for example, yes. the men can do certain things that the woman can't do, and vice versa. The woman can do certain things that the man can't do. And anyone who rejects this is rejecting their own eyes. You're gonna tell me a man can get pe- pregnant? No, I don't think so. No, no. For example, like Allah gave the right to the man to be the leader of the household. Mm-hmm. Like they're not both cement, uh, supposed to be the leader of the household, or it's not supposed to be a 50-50. Like if you're doing if you're doing 50-50 with your husband, then that is not a man because you have to understand, right? If you have two people driving a car, one steers this way and the other one steers this way, is <laughs> what's gonna happen? The car is gonna crash. Yeah. And so I, you really think that two people are gonna run the house 50-50? Yeah. yeah. It makes and, no sense. And on this topic Beautiful. of discussion, I don't people tend to judge men by the same woman standard that they judge women and judge women by the same standard they judge men. And I don't understand this. And They're I, not the same. Here, let me let me tell you this. Islam doesn't, we're not here to say equality. Islam mm-hmm. believes in equity. Mm-hmm. Right. Because Islam understands that the men and women are different. They play different roles. They have different natures. They're different psychologically, mentally, physically, Basically. all the way down to the bone structure. Mm-hmm. Men and women are going to be different. Mm-hmm. So when Islam is talking about equity, they know women might need certain things that a man necessarily might not need. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, right. If let's say you were just by yourself. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And then there's a single mother with five kids. I gave you guys both $300. That's equality, right? Mm-hmm. But that wouldn't necessarily be fair, right? Yes. And let's say you come from an Islamic perspective, I give her more money because in reality, she needs it more, mm-hmm. right? And this is more fair. Mm-hmm. Understandable. And like, you got to think about it. Like when it comes back to, let's say the, uh, who inherits the will, like, like for example, the, the, the man, he takes more uh, double the what the woman yeah, takes but you, they not, don't yeah. understand the fact that the man also has to provide for the woman mm-hmm. with that money that he's given and yet whatever woman the the whatever the money the woman inherits she doesn't have to take care of the man that money is hers, hers. he can't touch that i 100 correct it's the same thing when i've had conversations with people about like oh would you want your wife to have a job and i'm like man that's up to her at the end of the day right if if a woman wanting or like if i was to have a wife and she wanted to have a job Ultimately, that's up to her because her money is hers. She doesn't have to provide for me, even if she makes more money than me. It's still my job to provide for her, to provide for the household, right? Mm -hmm. So, and like, why would I, as a man, even though I could say like, no, I don't want you to have a job. And technically she'd have to listen to me because I have, like, I have that, that right, right? But that's abuse of your right. Like that, that's something you don't want to do because that's not ideal. Understand this. When people ask these questions, they ask it like, like non-Muslims, when they ask me these types of questions, it's almost like they're doing it like in condescending and like they're trying to condescend to me and trying to make it seem, make it, make me out to seem like I'm a bad, bad man. But look, look, hold on. Let me go. In reality, in reality, hold on. Dang, no, 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 no. This is actually excellent because I love when non-Muslims ask me these types of questions and then we explain it to them, you know, from the way the Prophet okay. did it and the way the way Islam came to do about things. And it's just so beautiful. Right. Look, and then they always they have nothing to say after that other than good. They can never hate on it. And look, when I, when these non-Muslims, they have these like misconceptions of what like of what a marriage household looks like in Islam or mm-hmm. conversation between men and women looks like, they think that we're some sort of oppressors. But really, even with the Prophet Salaam, the way he treated his wife, it wasn't like this dominant, obnoxious way. He was very easygoing. Yeah. And remember, even in, uh, there's a verse in Surah Hazab that came down when Allah says, oh, the wives of the Prophet, if you wanted the adornments of this life, then you can, you can file a divorce. Mm-hmm. So you can follow the like this is Allah said this because you want to know why this verse was set down because the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam he didn't have he didn't have much he didn't have because I remember there's a hadith in Sahih Bukhari Umar ibn al Khattab he asked Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam oh like because he saw Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam he was laying on he was sleeping on the floor mm-hmm. and. He said, oh, the, the, the Roman leader, they live in lives of luxury. And look at you here, you're the message of Allah, Allah's apostle. He's, and he said, you know, he said something so beautiful. He said, Why, will it not satisfy you that they're given this worldly life and we're given the hereafter? SubhanAllah. And like, and the prophet, like this just shows you, it shows you the character of the prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He was very easy going. He said, if you don't want to, you can leave. Now look. I want you to think about this. He was very easy going, right? Mm-hmm. And what was also narrated, the Prophet Islam, never hit his any of his wives nor his children. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Mm-hmm. They, they think Islam is so abusive, but yet the Prophet Islam yeah. would never beat his wife. It's actually it's actually so beautiful the way they teach it. Like to be not for one to be dominant over another, but rather to be easy going with each other. This is your mm-hmm. life partner. Is that not beautiful? Of course. It's even like it's even more beautiful when you think about how. Like the, the wisdom behind certain things, mm-hmm. like um, the commandment for both men and women to cover cover their adornments. Mm-hmm. This is something that, you know, it keeps like as a married person, as a one who has a spouse, it keeps your adornments only for your spouse. 
Like nobody will know what you look like except for your husband or, or your wife. You know, subhanAllah for that. That's something that's so beautiful to me. Whenever I think about it, I'm like, dang, like if I cover myself up, my wife is the only person who will ever see me in my life. Like that that I care about to see like whatever it is that I have in my body. Like, or or for herself as well. It's like, dang. And if she goes out and she's covering herself, you know, subhanAllah, she's doing this for the sake of Allah. Because Allah said, don't show off. Don't show off. Don't show your adornments, right? And that was one thing I was t talking to you about in the car when we were going to Jummah was that, you know, part of the reason that women should cover up and men should cover up at the same time as well is to protect us from wanting to show off. Because if we're someone who knows we look good, we'll want to show off our bodies. Why wouldn't we want to do that? If I have a good body, like if you look at all these people who model clothes and all this type of stuff, they show off their body to sell a product. Mm -hmm. Their body is part of the product that they're selling as well as whatever clothes or whatever they're doing, right? So this is something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has is protecting us from by telling us to cover up, by telling us to cover up our bodies, right? Yep. Like you see all these gym influencers out there who, who get in shape, who sell their bodies, make courses, make money off of what they've done to their bodies by showing it off. Mm -hmm. And we have a better way to do things to make money that will satisfy Allah rather than degrading ourselves for a quick buck. Were you gonna say something? Um, I was gonna say something, but I, I forgot what I was gonna say. And another thing that I wanted to add to that was like something that I just thought of was, you know, a lot of us today, by speaking of gender roles, we like to look at the way that women have to cover up and place a higher level, higher grade of sin on them not covering up versus a man not covering up. When in reality, they're the same sin. Mm -hmm. If a man's not covering his aura and a woman's not covering their aura, that's the same sin. Yep. And you can't you can't place a, a grade on either or. Like they're both adornments. They're both something that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala told you to cover up, right? So if you're if either one is caught not covering it up, know that you're getting the same sin. And I've seen it. I've seen it. it's so crazy to me. Allah Subhanallah. I've seen it on social media where a dude who's not even covering his aura will go and comment on a woman who's not covering her aura. And I'm like, bro, the hypocrisy right here. How do you know like what you're saying? Like, because there's there will be a people on the the day of judgment who will say that like they used to forbid the evil, right? but they didn't enjoin in the evil that they were forbidding, right? They'd still commit the, har the same harams that they tell people not to commit. And subhanAllah, you have to be very like careful of something like that because I've, I've warned against that before because I'm always thinking to myself, if I'm gonna warn someone about this, am I not doing it? Or will I not do it in the future for me to be able to say this? Because what if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls me a hypocrite? Yeah, uh, it's like that verse in Surah Al-Baqarah. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, yes. You guys warn people, you guys warn people. You guys remind people why you also recite so, scripture, but yet you're not following it yourselves. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. like, have you no, have you no sense? Yeah. Think about that. <laughs> Subhanallah, exactly. Exactly what I'm talking about. Talking to the children of Israel. But look, even look at the other wisdoms of covering up. Like you also leave yourself like, if you don't cover, you leave yourself open to evil. You, you leave yourself open to, let's say, hurting another person's feelings. Like, for example, other people will envy you. Like, imagine if everyone was to cover up, like there would be there'd be less jealousy, less instant envy. gratification, bro. Yes, mm -hmm. less instant gratification because a lot of people, what you see on the internet is not always what you see in real life. Like, for example, the biggest one that I could say, like seeing from like other men is like, let's say when you see a guy on social media with his big gym pump, he's got the, he's got the lighting got right the lighting. and everything right. But then you see him in real life and he's a twig and you're like, dude, like where's all this that was on social media? <laughs> exactly. Sleeper. Bill. I mean, like when, if, if you're speaking about something like that and instant gratification, you might see someone 
that you you might want to look like. Oh, like look at their body. So you're gonna equate the way they look to ha to your happiness. Being like, oh, if I look like this, I'm gonna be happy. The same way, if you see someone rich on social media, you're gonna be like, oh, if I have that, I'm gonna be happy. I'm never gonna be sad if I have this. That's like when every single time I'm in a comment section and I see someone talking about money, they're like, oh yeah, man. This guy's got millions. Why is he sad? I'm like, yo, man. Not yes. everything is about money. Well, that's subhanAllah. Not everything well, is Allah, about that. Yes. And it, it, it's, always in, it's always in them comments. I don't know. I, some, may Allah forgive me. I'm wasting time reading through those comments. And I always see people are, uh, especially on social media, they'll see a couple. They'll see any, any anything. Yeah, of course. It, it'll be on anything. They'll say, if only I had this. If only I had that. If only I had this. But what, they, what people don't realize, and they'll, they'll realize soon enough, is your life is tailored for you. Just like their, life is, their lives are tailored for them. You don't know what struggle they... Had to exactly. do and that you're missing out on to see their blessing. Exactly. Not everything is as it seems. And you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, like that's what happens when you lack contentment. When you're not pleased with what Allah has given you, you're always going to complain and always want more. And you're going to think that if you get this and so and so and so, you're going to be even more happier. But then you find yourself later on, you might you might get these things on and then you just want more and more and more. You're going to be chasing the dunya. You know, it's like um, I forgot who said it. But anyways, this dunya. It's like, it's like a shadow. Every time you try to chase it, you'll never catch it. But if you turn your back on it, it'll have no choice but to follow you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, speaking of like these these things that we're talking about, like social media, Instagram gratification, this type of stuff, it goes for, you know, those Muslim couples who are getting married nowadays. And then you have people who are seeking out to be like them. Like, no, be like yourself. Be who you are. You know, maybe you're, maybe if it's not your turn right now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will get you something even better than them. Their, your happiness will not equate to theirs, right? Your happiness can be on a different scale than theirs because you can't measure your life to someone else's because then you're just comparing yourself your entire life. And that is a life of failure. If you sit there looking at looking at your life through the eyes of other people, like there's a reason why you don't see yourself the way that other people see you. Like the way I look at you right now, that's not how you see yourself. I can't mm -hmm. see myself the way you see me because mm -hmm. the way I see me is way different than what anybody else will see. And that's the way that you have to live your life. Don't live your life living through somebody else's lens. That's I mean, not going to get you anywhere in life. 100%. Like, look, for example, you have people who are married at 19, divorced by 20. You have people who are married at 30, but then they, they're married all the way to the day that they die. Mm -hmm. You have people who are born rich, but then they end up broke and homeless when they grow up. And then you have other people who become rich at 25 and are able to feed generations of, of their children. Mm -hmm. Be grateful for what you have. You know, Allah, Allah has given you what, what you have. You know, don't, don't look at other people's uh, situations and wish that was yours. SubhanAllah. And one thing, one thing I wanted to ask was like, I remember seeing a video. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this, but it was some, it was some woman on TikTok. She's asking like, uh, I think she was asking men about like, oh, is hijab a requirement? Like if they were to get married. Mm -hmm. Some people were saying like, no, it's not a requirement. Some people were saying it's a bonus. Some people were saying, yes, it's, it, it is a requirement because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded it. I want to know what is your take on like, on that, like hijab being a requirement. For, for marriage? Yeah. Okay. Well, hold on. Let me adjust your question. Hijab is not a requirement for marriage. It's a requirement for life. From the beginning. It's a requirement for life. That's just, that's no, just how it is. No, I'm saying for you to get married to a woman. It's First off, like, Jordan, you're not disobeying me. You're disobeying Allah. Like, this is crazy. That, that's a crazy standard here. And I, me, I believe everyone has their own stories. Everyone has their own journeys. But I believe this is an extremely opinionate, opinionated question. And I believe, yeah, of course it's a requirement. 100%, I believe it's a requirement. And... It's also my job is like, let's say the, the maharam to advise her to wear the hijab, mm -hmm. right? Because if I don't advise her, then I'm also sinful for that too. I'm also responsible. I'm also liable. Yeah, if you don't advise her. But one thing I, wanted, I was trying to get into with this question was that a lot of people throw this term around not knowing what it means. And that is the term of the youth. 
People mm-hmm. think that, oh, if your wife doesn't wear hijab, you're automatically a day youth, but they don't understand what that means. No, if your wife doesn't wear hijab, even though you advise her, then that's on her at that point. But if you don't advise her, you lack, you lack ghira. That's yeah. not a day youth. If you lack ghira, yeah, that's still a sin because you need to have some protective jealousy of your wife, right? Mm-hmm. But the youth is a whole different type of sin. It's major, way more major than lacking ghira. And people don't understand what that means. You want, to give, you want me to give you an example? Yeah, go ahead. Like, for example, a man who lets another man enter his wife. Yes. This is that a perfect is example the, of a day that's the That's the book definition. That's, that's the Sahih definition. Yeah, this, the Prophet <laughs> said. Yeah, exactly. Not the, not the man who lets his woman go out without hijab. That's not the one who lets her go out with revealing clothes. Not the one who lets her go out with perfume. But the one who, ent- who lets another man enter his wife. Yes. So we're speaking about, you know, those. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you're that. letting your wife sleep around, that's the type of thing we're talking about. If you have an open marriage, open relationship, that type of... So that's kind of like, even, even, like, think about in the time of Islam and the time of the Sahaba, this wouldn't even be a thought to, like, think of. Like, that's so... That's ridiculous. I mean, that, that was a crazy time, too, though. You got to think about it. Man, look, crazy crazy things happen all the time. No, you you want to know how I know this? Umar ibn al-Khattab, this is in the same hadith that I mentioned earlier in Sahih Bukhari, Hafsa, his daughter... The one that's married to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he he found out. Hafsa said, I "Remember, I was reading it. it said, she said word for word, by Allah, we like I, I've argued with the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, like in their marriage." He said, "She said, and Umar ibn Khattab, he got angry." Now this this is like really insightful because it shows you the relationship with the father-in-law to the to his daughter and his son-in-law. Like it does, it's it shows you that like the marriage is. is Especially for a pious person, and this is the Rasul alayhi salatu wasalam. He was angry. He said, "Why? Why would you argue with him? There's no way. May you guys like may you be humiliated. Like, there's no way. How can you argue with him? That's your husband. Mm-hmm. Like, this was something that's not even thinking. Now think about another man entering your wife. Like, what the heck? <laughs> that that he, imagine that coming across like in the time of the Sahaba. I mean, there's a reason why he had to speak about it, right? Yeah. I mean, so it's, maybe it, it's obviously not not unheard of. But may, maybe it was a wisdom for us, for the people mm-hmm. who to come or something. Mm-hmm. You, you like this is not something that we we would actually have the knowledge on. But the fact that it's there, it it helps us understand because this term is thrown around all over social media for a reason that people don't understand. And like it's the same. It's it's not the same, but it falls along the lines of like calling your Muslim brothers and sisters specific names. Like imagine you took fear someone. Like that's that's a major sin if you took fear someone without actually having proper knowledge on it or um you call someone a munafik without having proper knowledge on it because this is alam al ghaib you're not you don't know what uh, allah's judgment is mm-hmm. so you can't pass that type of judgment on someone right so and then if you don't have the witnesses necessary to call someone a day youth you can't be doing that especially if you don't know what it means like this is where proper knowledge has to come in and i'm not saying oh i'm the most knowledgeable guy i'm saying like i even i had to do research about this i've never called someone a day youth but i kept seeing it i was like man what the heck like I kept saying, oh, I'm not gonna be labeled the day youth, and I didn't like I had I did not know that this is only what it's tied to, and because everybody just throws it around, th- saying it's oh, it's just this. If you're if you're this, if your wife doesn't cover up, you're a day youth, and like when you know that a day youth will not come near Jannah, that scares a man. Like you're just sitting there, like oh, see now you have to think. Do I have to force my wife to work hijab? Should I not get married? Yeah, exactly. Should I not get married <laughs> exactly. because of the threat of being called a day youth by people all over social media? Exactly. It's like. I'm like, yo, if a day youth is never going to go near Jannah, these people are calling like, oh, if, if your wife doesn't cover up your day youth, like, what, what am I supposed to do now? Like, I can't force her to do it. But the, the, There's no compulsion in religion. I can't force her to do that. 
what the heck? What type of man would I be? That's not even a man at that point, man. That is scary. Hey, exactly. Like that's frightening. That, you see, you see you, what you see, you see what ignorance does. Yeah, that's ignorance. That's very like that because that ignorance is spreading throughout the like social media around the Muslim community like a plague. Like if you let ignorance win, then we Dude, lose. It's like someone, we fall. It's like someone committing a sin online, and then they 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 call them a kafir because they committed a sin online. <laughs> I don't know. If I've, this, seen, I've seen this all happen I've too. That's the before. crazy yeah, part. Yeah, exactly. It's the crazy part. It's crazy. Like, for example, someone's listening to music, they'll be like, oh man, only Kafirs do this. And like, hey, you want to be amongst the Kafirs? I'm like, what the heck? I don't know. Look, this might, I, I probably, I'm probably wrong for saying this, but this is just a feeling that I have. I don't know. I can't help it. If I was on, if I was on social media and like, perhaps like, I don't, I'm not married, but if I had a wife and I, and I was on social media and she was, she was covered up and she, she, but she, she showed her face and someone called me a day youth or someone said tell your wife to cover her face or something i'll be so like it was a man i'll be like i'll be so angry at that person like why are you thinking my wife in in this sort of way that's my job that's my job you could tell me like oh brother like you could maybe privately message me saying oh brother like i fear for you or something like this but you, yeah, you well, say, like, but i'll be like angry that. i'll be like why are you, why are you thinking about her like, like are you stupid like, i'll smack you up <laughs> that's a, i don't know but that's just a feeling i have maybe perhaps i'm wrong no no what you're saying like i agree with you because what's it called like even even what you said, like just a little example that you gave, like if he was to message you privately, brother, I fear for you. Well, that's if someone said that to me, well, I'd be like, man, I'd, I'd be that's like, my brother. I'd be like, that's my brother. But but like, but if, you saying yeah, if I were to see someone in comments talking about this, like someone like, saying the youth cover, tell your wife to cover her face, I'd be like, or like, or if they just were to call you a day youth for something like that, I'd be like, damn, bro, like chill, dog. Like this is she's a Muslim too. Into, Hold into, on. Like into my the dini and what what the heck, bro? Like, bro, ninety percent of those people that say that and like that try to come off as assertive or dominant across the comment section would not say that to your face in real life that's also something you have to think about mm. that's one of the effects of social media mm -hmm. they're gonna sit there they're gonna they're gonna play the comic games they're gonna be all keyboard warrior but they'll never they'll never pull up and say it to your face mm. i just want to know like if someone wants to say something like that right and you go to the message and you see the woman like what are you gonna say are you gonna tell them hey look no of your course, face like what of are you course because they know they know it's absurd they know that's yeah. it's impractical it's not yeah, it's not something that it's not a you're supposed to be easy going. Exactly. You're supposed to make up, make up, maybe make an excuse for something like this, or maybe they're struggling with Popping something. Popping seventy excuses. Yeah, who knows? Something bring, like this. Bring some good wisdom behind it if you're gonna like, say like, something like that. Don't like if you're gonna say something like this. Keep this in mind. Imagine you wrongfully did that to someone. Imagine where you're gonna imagine like the interrogation on the day of judgment that you're gonna get, and they don't God. forgive you. Yeah. Imagine the, and and your Lord never yeah, forgets. He never forgets. So that little comment that you make, that little comment that might ruin someone, that might ruin someone's day or make them insecure about themselves. Think about that. What Sheikh Asim said, man, it still will stick with me. Anytime, if someone wrongs me, bro, I don't got to forgive you. Like, you will pay. pay. On the day of judgment, it's on Wait, you. Wait, is, that, that, is that what Sheikh Asim said? Yeah, he yes, said, you will pay saying. for committing such a felony <laughs> against your Muslim brother. Like, bro, if, because, no, no, but it's it's not saying like, oh, I'll never forgive someone if they wrong me. It's to say like, you if you think you're about being, like that, be you'll fearful. be very careful yeah, about you the be things careful. that you do, the things you say, the actions you do against other people, right? So like, if you were to say something mean to someone online thinking that, oh, like, oh, I said something right because, you know, I advised them, oh, they shouldn't be doing this haram. But you did it in a harsh way, so perhaps you hurt them. You maybe push them further away from the dean a little bit, or something like that. <coughs> or like the West was from Shaitan got to them because of your comments, that mm -hmm. type of stuff. They don't have to forgive you. And if you were to think about some of that, you'd be very careful about the but things you that say, you address online. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Like I've seen a couple of videos of people who have advised very like, um, what's it called? 
Uh, yeah, bro. Very well. Like, I'll, be, I'll, about I'll it. comment. I'll comment. I'll be like, yeah, man. I, I totally agree. Because they'll be like, oh, I messaged them privately, but they didn't respond. So now I'm here to make this video to tell you guys, like, just I just or want even, to warn, or even I just want like, to warn you guys. I want to warn the brother. Like, there's this some and that. guys on TikTok, man, or on TikTok or on YouTube, man. I'll be like, wow, these Allahumabadi. These guys are so well spoken. I just love to see them. I just love to see them speak. And it's just mm-hmm. like Allahumabadi. But then there's yeah. But even so, even though we're discussing this topic, it's very rarely that I'll see someone who I'll see like I'll see them speaking. I'll be like, dude, what the heck is this? I ain't gonna it's lie. Very, it's very rare, though. It's very rare to I'm me. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm not gonna say, oh, you're completely wrong. I'm just be like, bro, there, I would have just worded it differently because the way you said it, it's very open to misconception. Like a lot of people could take your words differently. Like, and that's happened to us before. It's happened to me where I've said something and people will be like, oh, like they'll try to tell me what I meant, and I'm like, bro, that's not what I meant. Don't try to tell me what I meant. Like exactly, this is the type of thing I'll be talking about. Is like, don't assume something before you actually know everything, right? Because mm-hmm. that's that's not that's not for you. This is this that type of knowledge does not lie within the human being. Like the human being is not nah, capable. I'm gonna play. Yeah, you're not capable to understand what someone has in their mind, like what someone has in their heart, what their intentions are, right? And if if something is said, you can't twist the whatever they were saying. Like this is something that happens a lot in social media, which is why like we have to be very careful. And that's one thing that like I was thinking about the other day. Why do we never stitch videos or you know, make responses to certain people who say certain things. And I'm just like, man, there's not for much for me to say. Yeah, I thought I thought it was really just, I mean, social media is huge. There's a lot of truth. There's a lot of falsehood. If people yeah. people believe what they want to believe at the end of the day and they say what they want to say, if they want to, a lot, like, I remember when we saw, we saw the, we know what we're talking about. When we saw a lot of those videos, a lot of those stitches, we didn't respond back to them because I don't want to, like, there's no, there's no need. If they're going to respond to us in negativity, it's not beneficial if we respond to them in negativity additionally that's mm-hmm. too that's exactly. too negative and, or, and plus, there's, a, there's a lot of truth hole. there's a lot of truth on social media they, if people are really willing to look they can find it yeah like y'all yeah. remember like the debates and stuff like that people made like that that video that was made about us that looked made us look bad made us look like we didn't know what we were talking about even though we knew what we were talking about then we go on live again and they're t- telling us like there's people on our side in our comments but then on the other person's comments they're on his side it's not gonna work. Who cares? At that point, you have people on your side. The, you have people the on truth the other is, side. it's not even about the sides. Truth, the, truth the truth is, is truly, yeah, from falsehood. falsehood. That's it's all true. that matters. And I'm not worried about whether you think I'm truthful or you think they're truthful. Like Allah Subhanahu wa Taala knows. At that point, I leave it up to Allah. That's that's like one thing that I was thinking about. I was like, man, for one, if I'm not 100 percent knowledgeable on a topic, I'm not gonna speak on it. I really don't care. I'm not gonna give my two cents, my opinion, nothing like that. Because especially if it's something Islamic, I don't have I don't have time for all that. Because I don't have time for someone to come into the comments and tell me like, oh, what what I said, like, actually, it's this. I'm like, nah, bro, I'm going to be very embarrassed. So. And it is what it is. I mean, we make mistakes. I mean, we correct it easily, but yeah. we don't want to speak on things we don't have 100% yeah, if, knowledge exactly, if we don't have the knowledge, what's the point? Like, I'd rather keep, keep like, the videos that we make, to, like, between us. Mm-hmm. Like, not making responses or whatever, this and that. Like, that, that type of stuff is not needed, Right. I mean, look, I'm thinking about how many times we were thinking about, oh, stitching this video, this yeah. and that, but we never did. It's not worth it. Exactly. Like, we, we have other things to we'll, talk we'll about. We'll speak about the video in private. Just be like, this is what we would say. Yeah, <laughs> and but... Then, and then man. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, it's actually kind of crazy if you would hear some of the things we would have been saying. <laughs> like, I mean, no, a lot of the stuff, it's very it's very good what we'd say. No, like, but I'm... Exactly. I, if I were to see the video of some of the things that we've, we would have, like, responded to, I would have been like, damn, bro. If we could just get, like, a facts. compilation of all the stitches we would have gave, it would have been crazy. Yeah, that's just, I think that that could serve as a lesson for anybody out there who's listening or who's watching that, like, um, 
Sometimes very, it's better to leave an argument. Yeah, sometimes it's just better like to stay that. quiet. I mean, that's also a very good trait in a human being. Like, as you know, the prophet he saw the son, he was very so shy, and very quiet. Yeah, and he, didn't, and also, he never argued. If if you're ever angry, and I know, like, this is something that was so hard for me too, because or all of us, because when we get angry, you know, like you say, you sometimes you say what you don't want to say. If you're ever angry, it's best to just stay silent, sit Probably down, lay Islam down. Said the best of you is the ones the strongest. Who can, the strongest, the strongest, the strongest, the one who controls anger. Controls anger. Yeah, of the men. Um, if you're because you, if you're angry, you can say a word, just one word, or you can say like a phrase, a statement, anything that could take away, like that could make take away good deeds from you, or like it could hurt somebody. Like when you're angry, th- things could happen. It could be so, so spontaneous. You don't even mean it, but you couldn't control you know, it yourself. Can, it could be minor you couldn't control yourself. You, like anger can turn into minor shit because you could start thinking of yourself in a different light than what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has intended for you. Like when you're angry, like think about it. Like if you were about to get in a fight, you'll start thinking like, oh, I'm the boss, man. Like I'm like, it's me. I'm him type of thing. Like, oh, you're ain't nobody out here could beat me in these streets or whatever, this type of stuff. Like if you're angry and you're you're ready to fight someone, you're not thinking, oh yeah, my Lord is going to judge me based on my actions right now. No, you're thinking you're who you're gonna beat up. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're in a situation where you know your anger is I'm just, I'm just, I don't know why you're looking at me like that. Why why you're looking at me like you're confused or something like this thought has never ran in your mind where you've been angry and you haven't even thought about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because anger is a killer of Iman. Mm-hmm. So why are you looking at me like you're confused? Like you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Look, listen, let me just tell you this. Alhamdulillah, we have the solution. The Prophet gave a solution. Look, if you're very angry, go make wudu. Change your posture. If you're standing up, sit down. If you're sitting down, go lay down. Mm-hmm. Stay quiet. It's not worth it. Know that you'll be judged. Allah is Ali Khabi. Ali And with that being said, you know, that's going to close out this ep- uh, this episode. So if you're watching, you're listening. I saw someone said, like, thank you to everyone who's watching. So I got to speak on those who, who listen to the podcast as well. But yeah, Jazakallah uh, Khair. May Allah bless all of you uh, for tuning in with us, you know, being patient with us. You know, we want to record a lot more videos. So, you know, inshallah, that'll come soon. But with that being said, Salaamu Alaikum Warahmatullah. All right, guys, just remind you, we're still students of knowledge. We're not scholars, nothing like that. So if uh, we make any mistakes, we're open for correction. And uh, we appreciate you guys for watching this. Make sure you share this video with your friends and family. You never know whose life you can change. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.